0: We are joined by Edwin Collage today, a Boston College commit from the class of 2022. And we're going to go over his rise and how he ended up at Boston College. All of that and more on today's Locked on Boston College.
1: You are Locked on Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Happy Thursday, everyone. On today's show, linebacker Edward Collage, a 2022 recruit from Boston College, is going to join us on our weekly recruiting segment. He's going to talk to us about his journey from Canada to Boston College. We'll hear all about his relationship with Boston College's staff and much more. It's an interview you do not want to miss. In addition, we're going to talk about the basketball out-of-conference schedule, which came out on Uh, Wednesday, and we'll talk about where Boston College is going to be playing and what our thoughts are about Earl Grant's first year of uh, scheduling. We'll check that out. And let's hit it off, starting off with the news. Now, on yesterday's show, we uh, discussed the four Boston College players that got cut in uh, the NFL on Wednesday, uh, excuse me, yeah, on Tuesday, excuse me. And one of those players was Wyatt Ray, and I mentioned that I expected him to sign back with a team pretty quickly. Well, it took less than 24 hours, and he's already on another team. The Cincinnati Bengals signed Wyatt Ray to their defensive line. I mean, he's a guy with experience, he's played on, you know, in live football at the professional level, he's not just a practice squatter. It made a lot of sense for him to find a new home, um, and I expect you know maybe he might not last that long. And I'm not sure what Cincinnati's deal is on the defensive line. They may just have a guy that's nicked up, and they needed some more depth. But it's great to see White Ray continuing on. I you know he I believe was an undrafted free agent, and he's kind of strung around uh, you know between the Browns and the Titans. He's put together a decent little NFL career where he's. He's been able to, you know, get stay in the league and do what he's got to do. So that's great news for him. And uh, we haven't heard anything else about other uh, players that were were cut that day. Now, on that same note, I felt like I was really negative. Like, all I talked about were the four guys cut. But there was 15 Boston College players that still remain on rosters this year. And I think they deserve to be talked about. Let's stay with the positive here, right? Let's turn this negative into a positive today. So, if you were interested in watching NFL teams to find your NFL, uh, your favorite Boston College players, obviously the biggest team, we've talked about this all offseason, the, the, the new Boston College of the North is the Green Bay Packers, who have A.J. Dillon, Isaiah McDuff and Isaac Yidem, who all made the roster. No big surprise there. You know, McDuffie, you know, he's a later round draft pick, so there was a possibility of him not making the roster, but he made it, and that's great for him. Uh, Yidem was traded from the Giants. Then you look at around the roster, the, the league, Zach Allen's still with the Cardinals. And there's two players on the Falcons, Chris Lindstrom and Matt Ryan, two players on the Bills with Matt Milano and Tommy Sweeney. You had a couple players thrown around, like Kevin Pierre-Lewis is still—he's on the Texans. Uh, You had Hunter Long on the Miami Dolphins, Jeff Smith with the Jets, Harold Landry stuck with the Titans, Will Harris with the Lions, and Justin Simmons with the Broncos. So you have all your players— those are, who, those are the players that are still on NFL teams and, you know, kickoff is a couple of weeks away. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see if any of the other players that got cut end up with an NFL squad. Also on Wednesday, SI All-American, part of the Sports Illustrated Network, who I work with in terms of my work with uh, BC Bulletin, released their top 25 teams for the 2022 team rankings in terms of recruiting. So, we you know, where does these teams rank? Number one is Penn State. Not a big surprise there. They've had an excellent recruiting season, and James Franklin is setting himself up uh, for some real future success there in uh, Happy Valley. But Boston College still remains in the top 25, and the good news is Boston College didn't get any commitments in August. They are still at number 13, and the writers, including John Garcia, who we've had on this podcast, talked about how Boston College has done a really nice job of solidifying both the offensive and defensive line in the future. So I know there's been some gnashing of teeth about getting defensive talent in here. Well, you know, SIL American thinks that Boston College is doing pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see if they stick around at 13. That was where they were in August. Uh, They slid a little bit uh, from July to August, but that's, you know, they're staying pretty consistent right now. And Boston College only has a few more recruiting slots left for the class of 2022 and there's not many names out there, so it'll be interesting to see, other than, um, you know, VJ Payne is a name to watch for, there's a few other maybe kind of fringier guys, but I think, you know, what you're going to want to see is, are there players that could flip? I think that's kind of the thing that we could be watching for for the next couple months. Boston College has some spots, if they can fill it, they're going to try to do it. In a moment, we're going to talk to Edward Kolengi, and I apologize, I messed his name up probably for weeks now. It's Edward Kalengi, who is a linebacker commit for Boston College. We're going to find out about his journey to BC from Canada to, to Florida to Connecticut to Chestnut Hill. You're going to want to hear his thoughts about BC and his relationship with Jeff Hathley and Tem Lokobu. But before we do that, let's chat, chat with about rockauto.com why choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can head over to rockauto.com rock auto is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years they've reliably low prices for every customer all you need to do is go to their easy to use catalog put your make and model in and boom everything they have will come up whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil or even new carpet it's easy to find head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com this is locked on boston college aj black we're doing our recruiting series we've been talking to various boston college recruits today we have edward Edwin Kalingi here to talk about his journey to Boston College. Edwin, how you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, and you, sir?
0: Great, great, great. Thank you for coming on. Now, Edwin, is a uh, line, you're a linebacker, and you chose Boston College back in June. Um, can you talk a little bit about yourself? I know you started in Canada, and where did you end up, and how did you end up at Loomis Chafee?
1: Yeah, so uh, first, uh, I started playing football in Canada. Like I started playing when I was eight like, some uh, youth league. And then uh, I went to a high school in Montreal, WL uh, High School. And then I played two years from there. And then after that, uh, I transferred to school uh, in Florida. at played with it. And then, like, uh, I got, like, a bunch of offers there, like, and I started, like, grew up and stuff. And then uh, I graduated. So, like, now, like, uh, I transferred to Lumi's And then uh, I, ex- I expect, like, annual early at Boston College in uh, January. Okay, yeah. uh,
0: so you got to enroll early. Yeah, exactly. Oh, awesome, awesome. And um, now, when I talked to you last, it was you. You had some challenges visiting Boston College because of the COVID nineteen stuff. Have you had a chance to get to the campus?
1: Uh, not yet. Uh, do you have a scheduled visit yet, or um, hopefully Saturday, like this Saturday for like the game, for like the game against Colgate. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So you got
0: a chance to see it then.
1: Now you mentioned
0: when you talked to, uh, John Garcia of SI All-American about, um, Jeff Halfley and how impressed you were with him. Can you talk about your relationship with the head coach?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I have an amazing relationship with, uh, Jeff Halfley. Like, I mean, like, like he talked to like my mom, to, like my dad and like to me too. And like, um, during like the pandemic and stuff, um, we were doing some like uh, Zoom meetings because like the coaches were not allowed to like meet us like the players mm-hmm. in person. So like, so like I was doing like a lot of meetings, a lot of like Zoom meetings with like the with, like boss in college and like uh, Jeff Halfley was there. So like, it just means a lot to me. And then um, I also like know him personally, and yeah, that's pretty big for me. So yeah. So it's the relationship with him. Like you just felt like
0: he connected with you, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you mentioned too that you had a pretty strong relationship with Tem Lokabu, the defensive coordinator. Can you talk a little bit about that as well?
1: Yeah, I have a great uh, relationship with him too. Cause, like, I mean, we we like both like share like same roots. Cause, like, he's from Congo too, and I'm from Congo too. And like, we both speak, speak French, so like, it it was just like we had like like a lot of like things in common. And yeah, so that's pretty much
0: okay. Great, and. You know it's so interesting with all the Zoom stuff that went on. I know the dead period's over, and now you get to go to campus, which is awesome. Uh, you get to mm-hmm. actually get to meet the staff and probably get to see things around and meet the players. But did you, when you were on Zoom, did you get to talk to players too, or was it just staff? Uh, just the
1: staff, but I had a chance to talk to like uh, Brad Steele, like the the freshman linebacker. Oh, great! So you talked to yeah. him.
0: What did he yeah, tell yeah, you yeah.
1: about? What did he tell you about Boston College? Like, like he was trying to like, to like, uh, recruit me. Cause like at that, uh, at that time, like I wasn't committed anywhere. Yep. So like was trying to go, like was trying to like, uh, sell me like the, the, the program and stuff. And yeah, it was like telling me about the, the Boston college program. So it came down to it in June. What was the
0: fi- What was like the final factor for you that like made you choose Boston college? Was it, was it the relationships? Was it the coaching staff, a combination of it? What, what made you choose Boston college, Edwin?
1: Uh I choose Boston College because I would say like their consistency like like they were like so consistent like since they won like since they did like they they offered me a scholarship yep. and like and that that was like since like uh uh may twenty twenty so like yeah, yeah so like there was, it's like so consistent, and like I just felt comfortable with them, and then also like they have like great academics so yeah. So it's about, oh, so it was like the coaching staff, they just
0: have been constantly talking to you. And that was yeah, it. Now, yeah. now this is your chance to brag, right? I'm going to let you brag a little bit, Edwin. Um, yeah. Talk about yourself as a player. What, what, what should fans know about you? Cause you know, there's a lot of Boston college fans that listen to this podcast and they're dying to know about the future of Boston college and you're going to be it. So talk to them a little bit about yourself. Like what are you as like a linebacker? What, how would you describe yourself?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I describe myself as a hard-hitting guy, and then I'm just like a hybrid linebacker. Like, I can do everything. Like, I can pass coverage, uh, either zone or man-to-man. I can pass rush, and I play pretty well in space. I play, uh, and then like, I don't miss tackle in, office, uh, in open space. So, yeah, so I'm just like a all-around linebacker. All
0: right, Edward Kalenghi, good luck with your season at Loomis Chafee, and we all can't wait to see you at Boston College. Thank you for coming on today.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too.
0: Now, if you like our coverage here on Lockdown On Boston College of you know, recruiting, check out our coverage at bcbulletin.com. We have articles about all sorts of recruits, targets, everything you want to know, along with all the breaking news. And if you're a premium member, you get even more. As I've so- showed you before, I have connections to a lot of these recruits, and I am getting all these exclusive interviews. I hope you enjoy these. In a moment, we're going to chat about basketball. We're going to kind of change it up before we get into our big um, football talk on Friday. But we're going to get into what their out-of-conference schedule is going to look like. But before we do that, let's out about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to make all your sports wagers. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all of your updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega contests and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Head over to the website and use... Promo code locked on for 100% welcome bonus. That's a deal you're not going to beat. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL 100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football to basketball to boxing, right to your favorite, favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available with BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is locked on Boston College. AJ Black here. We've been talking football, I feel like, for weeks now. I mean, we've had some little conversations here and there about maybe some of the other sports, but we're going to give a whole section now to basketball. And I want to talk a little bit about what Earl Grant and his staff are going to face in the first year as uh, the new coaching staff at Boston College. Now, On Wednesday, Boston College announced their 2021 and 2022 uh, season out-of-conference games. These are the games that they play that are not the ACC uh, conference games. And they're going to start this season off on November 9th against Dartmouth. And then they play against Holy Cross on November 12th. Fairfield, November 14th. And you see there's like a theme here at the beginning with a lot of local teams. I know some of you have been kind of back and forth on that. Then they take place in their multi-team uh, exhibition tournament, uh, which include is the Sun- Sunshine Slam from Daytona Beach this year from November 20th through 21st. And we will play Utah on the 20th and either Tulsa or URI on the 21st. And as part of this event, they're going to play Holy Cross on uh, November 12th. That's that Holy Cross game we talked about. Um, I know a lot of folks are really excited about Holy Cross, but we'll get into our um, thoughts about the schedule in just a second. I'm just going to kind of zip through it. And then um, they they start after holidays again in Thanksgiving on November 26th against Columbia, second Ivy League team on their schedule. And then their return trip against uh, November 29th against USF. And by return trip, I mean USF is returning back to BC. BC played them at the Yingling Center last year. Uh, we also get... Uh, they close out their out-of-conference schedule against um, at home against Albany on December 13th. Then they play two Atlantic 10 teams as well. On November 17th, they play URI, who they played last year, and St. Louis. Um, So let's look at some of the schedule. So we knew ahead of time a few of these games, right? URI was already on the schedule. We knew that was going to happen. They got on there, I believe it was last year, when BC played in the... um, EA Sports, not EA Sports, 2K Sports, excuse me, Empire Classic at Mohegan Sun against URI, one of the games that they won, probably one of the few games they won last year. Uh, so we knew that was happening. We also knew that St. Louis and USF were going to be on the schedule as well. Uh, you know, they played against USF in 2019-2020, a game Boston College won, and they played St. Louis, a game that they lost. So those are two return games. I, th- I think that was part of their home-and-home home series that they scheduled with both of them. And then, as you, as we was saying, as I kind of started this off, most of the rest of their out-of-conference schedule is a ton of local schools. And this is interesting because I have mentioned before that I am really pro-BC playing local uh, basketball programs. I'm not so much on, on football. You know, I, you, I could, I could care less if they play against Maine in football or, or Holy Cross or, or even, you know, UConn or UMass on a too regular of a basis. But for basketball, there's a lot of good teams in this area. And I think there's some good matchups. You don't have to go and travel and play teams like Richmond or, you know, some of the other teams that Boston college has played in the last couple of years that aren't anywhere close. Eastern Washington was another one. Um, You know, you get Columbia, you get Dartmouth, you (sighs) get Fairfield not the teams i was hoping for though you know what i mean i was hoping for an acc t- schedule my goal i mean i would love to see bc play umass and i know umass fans are dying for bc to play them i would love to see that back again i think it's good for basketball two programs i think they're good i'd like to see bu bu is a sneaky good team i think it's a good you know good you get the battle of Ave. i don't know why they don't do that consistently in basketball but they don't At northeastern same thing you know, you could. You know, what about doing a bean pot? Maybe they could do a bean pot for basketball. That'd be kind of fun, right? Harvard's good. You know, um, BU and and Northeastern and BC to have some fun with that. Maybe they could be a, a multi-team tournament. They could do it in the future. But anyways, I'm 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 going off topic here. So you get them. You got Providence. You've got uh, who's not on the schedule. You have UConn, who uh, you probably won't play again. So you get all these local teams, and it just felt like they got like the least interesting ones you can get, right? Like, who's going to get revved up by Dartmouth and Columbia and Fairfield and all these other schools that are just not up to what you should be playing? That being said, I get where they're going with their out-of-conference schedule, right? As much as you want to get excited, and maybe you're not, and that's okay too, about Earl Grant, he needs a stepping stone. You cannot, I'm telling you, like... As much as you want BC to go out and schedule Georgetown and UConn and, uh, you know, whatever team that, you know, uh, Providence and URI and get all, like, the major programs in here that are local or even, you know, going out of conference, oh, let's get some SEC schools and get Florida on the schedule again. BC, I don't have to tell you this, their roster is, is, is worrisome this year. Let's just leave it at that. They're not very deep. They don't have... Uh, they have talent and I'm curious to see where it goes, but do you really want to throw a team that has new coaching staff with a ton of new players with freshmen and transfers from lower conferences to the Wolves? That does your program no good. Because if BC goes out there and gets smoked by UConn and they get smoked by, you know, an SEC school, what does that do for the program? It does nothing. You may like it because, hey, I want to see a good team and BC should beat them. You have to get them in the position to win those games before you do it. You do not want to set BC up against programs that are just going to smoke them because it's not going to help recruiting. It's not going to help the players on the on the roster, and it makes the program look bad. Now, with the, with the schedule they have now, yeah, it's Dartmouth. Yeah, it's Columbia. But you get wins. You build confidence. You get yourself ready for those ACC games. You get yourself ready for some of those bigger games. Even their multi-team tournament, it's Utah, Tulsa, and URI. All manageable teams. Utah's not that good. They just fired their coach, too. So BC, I think, was smart this year. They, they finished off some of their scheduled um, home-and-homes, and they got themselves a bunch of local teams that they can beat. That will get themselves good, that will get themselves in a position, not good, it's going to get them in a position to build and get the confidence going with a lot of these young guys that may not have it yet. And that is what you want to see out of your basketball program. It's not going to be the most pretty basketball, and it's going to be against teams that may bore you. But if BC plays well in the preseason and and in those uh, out-of-conference games, maybe, just maybe, they'll be ready for some good ACC basketball later on. On tomorrow's show, we have Eric Hofsis coming back. Now, if you have not heard Eric, Eric is a former writer for Rivals. He's a staff writer on BC Bulletin. Um, he you know, he, he contributes. He was my co-host for a long time here on my old show, Blah uh, BC Bulletin, uh, po- the BC Bulletin podcast. But um, we are going to invite him on. He'll be a regular once-a-week guest to talk about gambling, to talk about previews, and and review anything that's gone on during the week. He's got some great takes, and I know he's a fan favorite for a lot of our listeners, so you're going to want to make sure you check out Friday's episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack__BC. Uh, check out our site on Instagram and Facebook, and make sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube we hope to see you all
1: again soon i can't wait to talk about our preview on friday take care everyone